1: Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash sobergirls or use our code sobergirls for 15% off.
0: Okay, can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SoberGirls for $10 off your first order.
1: I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash or use the promo code SoberGirls at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E.com slash SoberGirls for $10 off.
0: Welcome to Two Sober Girls Podcast. Woo! I am your host, Aaron, with my amazing co-host, Michaela. And today we have our dear friend, mentor, coach, goddess, Gabrielle Brick, joining us again. This is her second time joining us on our show. Um, For those of you who do not know, Gabrielle is a holistic nutrition practitioner, executive, and transformation coach with over 20 years of experience. She last joined us to share her heroic story of how and why she chose sobriety and how our life is so radically different today. Um, if you've missed that episode, it's episode 24, highly recommend checking it out. Gabrielle's passion turn calling is to help women reclaim their health through holistic nutrition, strategies, mindset, and radical self-love. I met Gabrielle on my own journey, and she is one of my coaches and mentors, and I'm so honored to be part of one of her teams. And um, she's here today to talk about all things hormone health and how alcohol dramatically, drastically disturbs, disrupts our hormones. So Gabrielle, welcome. We're so happy you're here.
2: Thank you so much, ladies. I'm so happy to be back. It's such an honor. I adore you both so much. And I love, love, love the work that you're doing. It's so needed and it's is inspirational so thank you
1: wow oh, and your work is inspirational too Thanks. um i think hormone health is such an important topic especially for i mean for everybody right we all have hormones and we all need to learn how to balance them but especially for women in this age we have kids we've had kids you know even, even motherhood disrupts your hormones there's all these imbalances that are happening so Let's just kind of dive right in and you, can you let us know, how does a holistic approach to hormone health differ from a traditional approach?
2: That's a great question. I really like how you framed that. So a holistic approach is going to be looking at nutrition first and foremost, and then looking at lifestyle. And lifestyle is going to include stressors, right? Like work stressors, life stressors, um, your mindset, the patterns or the loops that your mind is always playing, right? And then going into your relationship with self. And from there, when you couple or combine the three of those, the trifecta, the trinity, right, this is where we're able to truly create a sustainable lifestyle transformation,
0: Amazing. Awesome. And so what I'm seeing just in hearing is not so much that being discussed, but there's a symptom and then there's a medication for that symptom. And then, you know, so many people are suffering. And from my perspective, nothing's really getting better. Things are getting muted, numbed, but what Michael and I are seeing and hearing, and we just want to be part of living in the solution is that people are still wrestling with major infertility issues. Um, They have low libido, they're they're depressed, they're so anxious, there's constant burnout, Um, there's sleep issues, skin issues, digestive issues, weight gain, relationship issues, and the list goes on and on and on. And something that's common to all of this is that there is a consumption of alcohol and what that is exactly doing on a hormonal level to create this imbalance and kind of like take the train off the track, so to speak. And so the train is off the tracks and we're not medicating to get the train back on. It's it's so it's like this wild time that I'm witnessing. And you know, there has to be a better way. There has to be a way to heal the entire system. Um starting with, you know, if we could dive into what does alcohol do hormonally? To
2: us. (laughs) (laughs) Alcohol. As I pause to think about that. I I think what I'll I'll start with by saying you touched on, you made some really great points about the band-aid and people using medication or synthetic hormone injections, or even bioidentical hormones, right? As a way to get the train on the tracks instead of going first to the root of the issue. And since today the topic is alcohol, we'll start there. Um, As far as weight gain, because this is the easiest part of the conversation, alcohol holds down to fat. I remember when I was training hardcore and I couldn't, you know, I was lifting all the time, like literally lifting with bodybuilders and taking um, fitness classes on top of that. And because I was still drinking, I wouldn't lose the weight. And it was because alcohol holds on to fat. Alcohol converts into sugar in the body, which is going to store as fat if it can't be utilized. So anybody listening, if you're looking to lose weight, one of the greatest things you could offer yourself is to abstain from alcohol. You know, I mean, lay off of it completely. Or if you're not willing to do that, give yourself, you know, um, a boundary with it. Start there, right? Uh, you want it to be realistic. I want you to win. I want you to succeed. So make realistic choices. And, um, so that, that there's that piece with alcohol and and weight loss and fat. Now I just mentioned how alcohol turns into sugar in the body, right? And if it's unused, it's going to store as fat, but not only that, right? This amount of sugar in the body creates um, hormone disruption due to, it's like when you eat a ton of sugar, you almost get a cortisol dump, right? Now you're taxing your adrenals. One of the big things I talk about is how adrenal health plays a vital role in our hormone health. Now, if we step away from alcohol for a moment and look at the lifestyle piece, the other stressors outside of what you're ingesting, right? Now we're looking at, now your body's already stressed from all the alcohol, right? It's way too much sugar, holding on to the fat, cortisol out of balance, right? Now you have the stress of your life, which is adding more cortisol dumping, right? And you are um, probably also having issues at this point uh, absorbing nutrients from your food because all alcohol contains high amounts of glyphosate, which completely destroys your gut microbiome. Not only does it destroy your gut microbiome, but it also um, is is, um, a huge proponent in infertility.
1: so how can somebody who has been consuming alcohol and wants to balance out their hormones and perhaps cut out alcohol or cut down on alcohol what are some practice practical tips that they can start doing today
2: um so if you want to give yourself a boundary around alcohol. And I'm carefully wording this here because there's a great saying, I forget who it's by. I want to say Audrey Hepburn, but I don't think that's correct. You don't get anywhere by um taking a little bit here or there. The only way to get somewhere is to stop doing it. Right? I love that. Yeah. You know, you can try all you want, but willpower only goes so far. And at the end of the day, if there's a chronic attachment that's unhealthy, that's rooted in an emotional and spiritual wound that needs to be addressed on a very real level. So if we're going to talk about alcoholism and, and real approaches, right, get right with yourself, get right with God, get right with your heart and your spirit. And be honest about where you are, because that's really the first step. That is the most critical step of self-love. And it's the hardest, but it's the most critical. And I promise that if you do that, if you say to yourself, here's where I'm really genuinely challenged and I struggle, and this is my wound, in that moment, you will have admitted your weakness. And from there, you can become empowered and get the support that you need. I know that was very long-winded, but I feel it's a very important part of the alchemical process and really um, understanding the practical tools to sobriety and and holistic wellness, right? Um, You know, so I could tell you, yeah, drink uh, tequila with soda and lime, (laughs) you know, go that route, have your keto drink on the weekends if you want to, (laughs) But since this is the Sober Girls podcast, I'm going to tell you <laughs> like it really is.
0: Amen. <laughs> I, I just have to interject. I love you so much. And I just so appreciate your honesty and your truth, because I think the reason why people aren't healing is because they're not doing the first step. This is also very AA, because a truth is a truth is a truth. Doesn't matter who it's sharing. The founders of AA knew this. They said, listen, we can have go to the best doctors and try this, and they did. A lot, pull on hydrotherapy. If I'm not getting honest with the wound, the emotional, spiritual component of which who we are as human beings, that is who we are. And telling another person and saying, I'm hurting, I'm in pain, this is what I've been using to medicate that pain, but that's not my pain. Alcohol is never my problem. And getting to the emotional, spiritual side, surrender and win, admitting powerless, you then have the power. And I think, like everyone listening, first step is like that is the foundation into which then you layer on these, which we're going to get into how to heal your body, how to heal your gut microbiome, how to bring your hormones back into balance, how to do, you know, have daily mindset up, mindset upgrades, shifts, all these things. But first, foundationally. So I love that you always preach radical self-love. It's something Mikhail and I firmly hold on to and believe in as well with our mastermind community. So thank you. Okay. So once we address the wound first, okay. And we have a community to support us in that healing process. That's something you, we do not journey alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a daily practice. What would you suggest next?
2: I would suggest finding a wellness community. Mm. I don't think we can do anything alone. Honestly, I think this whole idea, this, this architect around our modern society of, we have to uh, be these isolated beings out there doing it on our own is, is actually the, the fallacy, you know, and um, you know, this is such a huge conversation. Like what can we do for hormone health? And, you know, this is, this is big stuff. And, and what's, what's easy are the protocols. So I can tell you eat organic. I can tell you make some superfood, um, concoctions that are going to help balance your, your, uh, entire hormonal system. Right. Right. Uh, but what you need to do is make lifestyle shifts. So, are you eating an all-organic lifestyle? And and I I bring this up, and I I can you know a lot of people I get the eye roll. Oh, not organic. It's just no, but it's real. It's real, and and especially when it comes to alcohol, the alcohol industry is actually. There was. Um, this this woman she used to be a lawyer and she decided to start her own she was passionate about wine she became a sommelier and she's like god i don't feel good i'm not feeling well at all and she starts to actually research the the wine and alcohol industry and there are things like petroleum based ingredients used in wine production, and God knows what else, and weird things like eggs and just really bizarre, disgusting things. And nobody knows about this. Now that's just like part of the process of it, right? But now think about like how the potatoes for your vodka are grown. If the potatoes are sitting in a soil that's filled with heavy metals and sprayed with herbicides and pesticides that are known carcinogens, known hormone disruptors, right? And then you're, you're making an alcohol out of that. It's like drinking a concentrated form of of poison. I mean, it is, it's, it's poison and and this poison is not your medicine, although it does pretend to be one. Mm -hmm.
1: So for those listening who, you know, I know, I don't know, probably know as much about hormones as you do. I know uh, well enough as, you know, as a health coach to be able to, to see certain things and, and I guess identify certain things. But for those who don't know, like what are, what do hormone disruptions, like what is, what happens in the body when your hormones are disrupted?
2: So it's a myriad of things, and it's going to look different for different women because we of our bio individuality and our different lifestyles, right? Where are you in your age? Are you in your twenties? Are you in your thirties? Are you in your fifties? Have you had kids? Did you not have kids? All of that actually matters in diagnosing or uh, coming up. I don't like to use the word diagnose, but in in coming up with the real on it, you know, a real picture of what's actually happening, right? But things that are going to create hormone imbalance or what hormone imbalance are you asking me what hormone imbalance looks like or yeah, like uh,
1: what is it exactly and also how can you tell you have a hormonal imbalance okay. in your body
2: so a hormone imbalance is going to be anything and everything from um being high estrogen levels low estrogen levels uh your bo- your body being in overproduction of cortisol or not producing any cortisol anymore at all. Why is this important? Well, this is important because the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland are actually the ones that tell the brain when to produce the hormone chemicals and send them through the body. Alcohol um, creates a barrier in the brain for this Type of process as well. And if we get into the pineal gland, which is part of the pituitary and hypothalamus process, right? All of that gets shut down um, and calcified, if you will. And so the the brain signal of what chemicals, hormone, hormone chemicals to produce is now disrupted. And then you have overproduction of, of hormones and underproduction of hormones. Is in short, what's happening. Um, a lot of people focus just on the thyroid. It's just one microcosm of this huge, I don't know what you want to call it, web of hormonal balance.
1: So is there like a specific test that you get from your regular doctor? Do you have to go to a specialist to get tested for your hormones?
2: Um, I would get not just your thyroid tests, but I would get your estrogen, your progenolone, all of these, like all of the breakdown each hormone. But then I would also get your the where is your cortisol? Where are your adrenals in all of this? Now I will say, in my experience, this is over 20 years of working with women specifically. Um, I do have the occasional man in my practice, but my focus is women. Um and People have brought tests to me where their tests show up totally normal and they are clearly out of balance hormonally. How can you tell? Um, Because there are things like, and thank you for bringing me back around to that. There are hair loss issues, hot flashes, total lack of energy, depression, weight gain, um, weight loss, right? Right. Um, women who, no matter what they do, can't put, oops, can't put any pain on. I mean, weight, excuse me. We don't want you to put pain on. We want you to put weight on if you need to, um, you know, and then the, the, like, you know, cause that's the, the overabundance, um, sort of thing. Then you've got the ladies who are just gaining weight, gaining weight, gaining weight, right? Parasites can create hormone imbalance, right? And then you've got, um the other things that are going to affect your hormone balance, which is your gut microbiome, which is, you know, a whole conversation in and of itself. Mm -hmm. So
1: how does stress impact hormone levels and what holistic strategies can help reduce stress for individuals like in recovery?
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Okay, Michaela, I am fully frustrated with my kids, whom I love more than life itself. However, as their mom, I feel like an absolute failure, and I can't seem to find the time to get us all organized and even have meaningful conversations. I feel like everyone is so busy. I'm so overwhelmed, so drained. Help me. Yes,
1: get that off your chest. As the busy mom, I get it. I have found that when I am stressed and feeling stuck, the best thing to do is ask for help. Perhaps book a therapy session. Therapy is for everyone. Every human desiring to feel better, live better, and learn how to solve life's most pressing problems and concerns in real time. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and very convenient. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you could switch therapists anytime for no additional charge.
0: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com SoberGirls today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com SoberGirls. So stress
2: plays a major role mm. because of our adrenal glands. And our adrenal glands, which is I find the most under-talked about gland, This is fascinating to me. The adrenals pump out adrenaline. We live in a fast paced world. So everybody's fried as it is, right? Everybody needs to like love up their adrenals and their kidneys as it is. Right. And then that's going to help support cortisol production, which helps supports, you don't, here's the thing. We don't want to be in a, in a place where we're always outputting cortisol and adrenaline, but this is the society that we live in. So when you're in recovery, anxiety and things are higher, right? Because you don't have your, your blankie, so to speak, right? You've, you've set that aside and it's scary and it feels like you ripped off a band aid, and you're like, oh my God. And so you're already in a place of fight or flight. So really a practical strategy would to be would be to get into breath work, which will help bring your body uh, back into homeostasis, release some of that stress pattern, right? Somatic uh, breath work is a good uh, piece. Somatic therapies where there's like touch and breath work combined. And by touch, I mean very simple uh, massage techniques with breath work, uh, breath of fire right you're you're activating the the parasympathetic nervous system versus i always get these two confused parasympathetic you know. and sy- sympathetic thank members. you yes. yes so that's going to be a major way to relax the body and de-stress it and it's so simple and it's free we can be home watch a youtube video on the breath of fire and practice that yeah. We can literally take three deep, long breaths every 10 minutes. You guys listening, take three long,
1: deep breaths mm-hmm. in this moment. Like this is something that you can do throughout your day. And this is something that I absolutely love. I love breath work. I love different types of breath work. The one that I always go back to is the four, seven, eight breaths. I just, I love it. It works for me. It works for my clients. It is so easy. takes about a minute or so, and it truly resets. I feel my nervous system reset, which is tied to our hormones, correct?
2: Correct. Because yeah. it's tied to our cortisol. Are we in fight or <laughs> flight or are we in homeostasis? Yeah. And mm-hmm. honestly, our culture is living in fight or flight. Most people don't even know that. Shallow breathing, right? Chest breathing instead of right from the belly.
1: Well, yoga taught me that. Like yoga taught me how to breathe. And people look at me like I have 10 heads. They're like, well, we all breathe. And I said, "Mm -mm, not the way we're supposed to. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I'll tell you one of the greatest,
1: such a difference. It makes such a difference. And I run anxious. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, I've meditated for 15 years. I still tend to run anxious, and I still need to use these practices every single day, especially especially on the busy days. Like people say, I don't have the time. I don't have time. I don't have time to sit for 20 minutes every single morning. I don't, but I have time to breathe because I'm always with my breath. All it takes is just that conscious decision to connect with it, which I think most people get lazy to do because it's like, oh, it's, they feel like it's like another thing to do. It's it, it, but it will give you energy. It will give you that time. I was running. My daughter was somewhere. Yes. Uh, was with her dad yesterday and I had to go pick her up. So I had like five minutes before I had to go to the car and I was on the computer all day. I was working on a client's website in it, you know, being on devices, holy moly guacamole. It's so draining. Like I'm so grateful for technology, but it's so draining. And so I was like wiped out mentally. I was like, oh, I just, I, I I, felt like I was like on a different vibration <laughs> frequency. And I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta go pick up my daughter. And it was a conscious decision. I said, I'm just gonna, for me, laying down on the floor, grounding and doing legs up. And I did four, seven, eight breath. Ladies, within three minutes, I was in the car. I felt like I, t- I took an hour nap. And I was like, I was telling a friend, I'm like, I I feel like I just got a bonus day because I feel like everything that I just was feeling, that heaviness got wiped out. And now I have this fresh slate, fresh start in front of me. And that is who my daughter is going to see. And it is a conscious, deliberate choice every
2: single day. Amen, sister. Uh And, you know, it's so true because I, I will utilize the. I'm like you. I run anxious and I have to. I call them miracle moments. I stop. I look out the window if I can't go outside, or I step outside. Yes. With the sun on me and I take some deep breaths. It can be 30 seconds. It can be a minute. It's usually one minute. We all have one minute or three. In between yeah. what we're doing and it's a choice another uh thing that i know you ladies are into when we talk about grounding yeah put your feet on the earth i do it uh-huh. even there's snow outside it resets me especially after hours on the screen i'm on back-to-back zoom sometimes with clients and i walk away and i'm like oh my god right and one well, of the new things that i've implemented um, with my children is for all of us, for the whole family, is actually shutting off all devices at eight o'clock. I
1: love that. Beautiful. Even Ooh. turning off your Wi-Fi Beautiful. at night is exactly huge. It is huge. Guys, do not sleep with your phone next to you. And if I do, if I'm too lazy to like walk across because my charger is across the room. I'm too lazy for that. I just turn my phone on airplane mode or you can just shut the phone off completely because your phone emits a frequency that does re- disrupt your sleep, your hormones. I mean, if it's disrupting your sleep, it's fucking up your hormones. <laughs> well, let's talk
2: about that for yeah. a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz melatonin is a hormone as is vitamin, I'm air quoting, you can't see me. Vitamin is it's a it's D3 is misnamed. D3 is a hormone right it's our daytime hormone and melatonin is our nighttime hormone but both are produced all the time right melatonin isn't not produced during the day we actually require sunlight right to help fill the stores of melatonin as well as certain foods and melatonin is essential for hormone balance and if we're not getting deep deep rem sleep in a dark environment and when I say dark I mean bat cave dark now think about your house how many night lights are on is it blue light amber light red light what do you got going on all of these things in our modern world make a difference and I totally comprehend that it can be overwhelming to be like oh my God mm-hmm. but do one step at a time start with the breath mm-hmm. and, and and then just make a list okay what's the lighting situation in my house? And put it on your, a list of like what I want to do for the house to set the tone so I can help at night. I I did this and I didn't do it overnight. It took a couple of weeks, right? I assessed my lighting situation and I got all old school. I forget the name of them, but they're not LED lights. Um, they are the vintage amber lights. And it's so funny because my mom will come over. She's
0: like, it's so dark in here. I'm yeah. Like, beautiful it's like candle lit but it's i love darkness people always say like do you not put lights on i'm like no like we're getting ready for bed i'm like don't you put that light on i get so angry but i want to bring it back to something because i'm i'm sitting here listening to you guys and as we're all holistic health coaches and i'm laughing because okay as we're gonna pause and breathe and ground and go in the fresh air, the number one thing that people do just because it's habitual, it's addictive, when they're stressed, they go to happy hour. They go and grab a drink. They get a glass of wine out of the fridge. They're making so if we can shift that, even if you breathe first and think about what you really need and you pause, like that would be a great first step and takeaway from this podcast because the world doesn't breathe, the world drinks. We, we, we go at stress to numb it instead of going through it to release it. And like when we breathe, we release, we reconnect with source. We say like Michaela, Oh my God, everything's great. Um, I feel refreshed. I have a new take on life. But the other thought that came to me is that when you breathe, then you can ask, what is the next right thing that I really need? What's my next right step? Because Gabrielle, as you pointed out, this is not an overnight matter. This is a big conversation we're having. This needs a really solid wellness community with guidance because First we pause, we breathe, and then we do some serious repair. I know for me, after drinking tremendous amounts of alcohol, I needed to to do everything we discussed and then some, because I needed to actually pull out the arsenic, the ethanol, the, you know, the parasites that are living in my body, um, the glyphosate, that's all from alcohol. Everything I just named is a wonderful ingredient found in your drink. That's corroding your cells and your tissues, and smoking cigarettes, like everything. And if you don't actually do the work of pulling that out and doing all these things, all these different modalities, you're still going to have that anxiety. So I like, I love this conversation. I think this is one we can continue, but to pause and breathe and say, what do I really need in this moment? What is an, is an honor to like my body? What's going to actually help me release this stress, not numb it? Who can I call for guidance? Who's in my wellness world or my wellness community? You know, we have this platform where you can check in and say, I'm struggling, I'm going through this. But there's just like, I'm, you know, I'm hoping, and this is our vision that one day instead of happy hour, it's like we have breath work hours, you know, it's like after work, you release the day and you breathe, you put your legs up the wall and let you want a mocktail? Great, you want to go ground? It's like. These are things that were actually aligned with our physical, spiritual, emotional nature. And it will take time, but if we can start small and build in community, oh my gosh, we all know we're all living proof. How incredible do we get to feel? Mind, body, spirit. Michael and I say this all the time. I can't believe we get to like feel this way and then help other people. And Gabrielle, I know this is like this is how you live. Yeah, this is your
2: no, I just wanted to say, Erin, like I, and I know like all of us are this way, like I, and this is why we, we connect the way we do is because we all know we're like, we have a golden ticket. Like, I can't believe I used to numb out to the degree that I numbed out. And then I chose to love myself. I was having a, a call with the client this morning and, you know, she was sharing her pain. And I said, you know, at the end of the day, you need to choose yourself first it's the classic, put your oxygen mask on first. I said, how are you going to care for anybody in your family if you aren't filled up, right? So to what Erin said, when you can take a moment, these miracle moments and take that breath and ask, what do I really need? Again, this is a moment, to be honest, you need a hug. Do you need five more minutes outside? Do you need to get to bed at eight o'clock that night, right? Do you need to sit down with your child or your husband and just be like, Hey, who are you? Right? Like real simple, simple things that bring us back to ourselves and the connection. That's what we're all lacking is the connection. I mean, we're not lacking it, but that's the feeling I think of de- when we're feeling deprived and disconnected is because we want connection, real yes. deep connection.
1: And something that came to me is just the world that we live in. Let's say you do go to a doctor and you get a panel of, you get your hormones read and you're low on something or high on something. They put you on medicine without looking at those lifestyle choices that we have just covered they're not teaching you or telling you read this article and how to do this, or maybe they are, but they're not putting that emphasis on the importance of it and how it truly is all connected. And, you know, now you're taking another supplement and you don't have those practices in place and perhaps you feel a little bit better. And so, you know, you think that's, that works. And it's like, no, we truly have to reevaluate our lifestyle. So my mission, my goal with any of my, my work that I do is I just want people to realize that the way we've been living and I've been there, you know, I know the lifestyle, uh, is no way to truly actually live. Like that is not living that is surviving. And I never want to survive. I never want to be in that place. I was just thinking, Oh my gosh, I used to be hung over for work all the time, and that was like a normal thing. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's going to be four hours. I'm just going to feel terrible, but then I'm going to feel great. And it's like, you know, the, the alcohol math that you take, that you do all the time. You're like, okay, by six o'clock, I'll be fine. Maybe I'll have a drink then. Oh, it's totally. And it's like, Oh my God, like our brain can work for us or against us. And that's just a clear example. Like when you're on a certain path and you're struggling That means something you got to reverse. What have I been doing? What have I not been doing? Connect with the right people, whether it's a coach, whether it's a community, whether it's a Facebook, whatever, you know, I've been plugged into so many different things. And I think they all gave me value because I was open to receiving. I was open to feeling better. You have to be well, like you have to open your heart. You have to open your mind. You have to unlearn a ton of shit and I know for some, it might be so overwhelming to think, oh my gosh, I have to change my whole lifestyle. But when I tell you the freedom that us three feel here, and it's not to boast or be like, oh, we're back. No, the freedom that we feel, we want everybody to feel because I still get busy. Like I, I was just, you know, back-to-back calls and this and that. And but I feel alive. I feel energized by it. I don't feel weighed down. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to do so many things. It's like, it's, I get to do these things. And so it's, it's a subtle shift in your mind when you commit to yourself, when you say yes to yourself, when you commit to wanting to feel your best and that next step will be revealed to you and it's all within you. So it is in that, I'm going to use this, Gabrielle, that miracle moment where you you can do this right now. You just take that deep breath and ask yourself, what do you need? It's a second. It's a second. You could be listening to this inside. You might take this walk outside or, you know, take your kid out or, you know, ground or take a drink of water. Like there's so many things that we can be doing. And it does not have to be expensive or you don't have to go to fancy spas or places or retreats to do this. You can literally create that within every single day.
2: Pet your cat, water your plants.
1: Intentionally, yes. like consciously. Intentionally, exactly. When I wash dishes, I'm like, not all the time, but I'm like, oh, like, it's like I hate doing this, but then I'm like, oh, I get to wash dishes because I get to eat from these plates and I, these plates will get to be clean and I get to serve them to my daughter or my family or my friends. And like, thank you. Thank you for this water. Thank you for this mm-hmm. detergent. Thank you for my hands to be able to move the, the way they move. Thank you for my feet for holding me up. Thank you for my breath. I mean, a and you, and you get to do yeah. this practice as you're washing dishes versus like, oh my God, you know, it's all a choice. It's all a choice. And you don't have to be a guru to realize like you can be mindful when you do things. I want you to take this away, like take away from this podcast to be like, wow, I can do things, the most mundane things so mindfully. And when you do, that helps to balance out your hormones that helps to regulate your nervous system
2: because you are in your body mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so. exactly beautifully said and i'm i'm like smiling i know nobody can see me but i'm like smiling and nodding my head yes because you know with the dishes that's so funny cuz I'll, I'll be like oh, no, 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 but then i use that as a moment to become like fully present and i feel like listening to everything that you're saying it's really about becoming Present. And when we are truly present, right? When I'm doing the dishes, by the time I'm, you know, three dishes in and I'm just listening to the sound of the water run mm-hmm. and being present with the soaping up of the dish, I'm not stressed out no. because I've just stopped and gotten really present. And that's what the breath does, it creates presence. You know, and um I I think that so much, you know, hormone balance. I know we we've gotten kind of really broad and and esoteric and there are practical things we can do. And I, I guess, you know, with with sobriety, and this is why I love what you girls are talking, gals, ladies are talking about, is because sobriety is is a choice to be present with your pain. It's a choice to be present with all the things that make you uncomfortable so that you actually can decide what you want to keep and what you need to change. None of us are ever trapped. That whole thought process is an illusion. And that whole illusion of being trapped is what's sending your cortisol levels through the roof we're going to bring it back to hormones which is throwing your hormones out of balance and creating stress and anxiety you know i've helped 30 women who have been on on antidepressants for 30 plus years using alcohol and antidepressants to self medicate get off and be like oh my god because we worked through the pain because we made a choice right she made a choice i didn't do it i just held space for these women to decide to love themselves radically and to work through the pain and get the support that they need to work through that pain, right? So you have a choice. You can be present, fully present to the pain and the
0: pleasure, which will set you free. Amen. And it's so gorgeous. I mean, I have chills listening to both of you, but it's when you do that work that you find yourself at your kitchen sink Thanking God for your hands, for the water. Like, I'm going to cry. That's how beautiful life can be on the other side of things. And what we're feeling is a body that's in balance because all those chemicals, Gabrielle, you were so, you know, putting, explaining, they're supposed to be in dance with one another and there's a glorious flow. And then when we put in this poison and we don't honor this vessel, we're off. And so we can't enjoy the fact that we are alive. We get to feed our families and have dishes to eat off of and we're free and we're safe. I mean, versus we're stressed, we're angry and we're in this shell because we're not facing the pain first. And that is not something that is so hard and something we do daily it's something we do together. But when you get to, and it's a privilege to get to live this way, you get all of that too. And it's so worth it. I mean, I wake up so many times saying, keep going, keep going, be brave, be brave, because it is that there's so much glory on the other side of things, but it takes these conversations, this community and people who are vulnerable enough to share their story and to say, Hey, I went through hell and I'm going to pull you through too. And we're going to, and when we do that, we're able to heal your body, heal your mind, heal your relationships. All those other things come. And well, that was so beautiful, both of you. Thank you. Ah, I'm gonna go cry now. Thank <laughs> so I I you
2: so much. No, it was
0: beautiful. I was like, mm. we're so lucky. We so are. Lucky. We are. Well, I feel like we we went deep and wide and brought it back. But Gabrielle, we you know we'll add this to our show notes. But anybody that wants to connect with you, they can connect with you. Gabrielle Brick on Instagram. You also run an amazing Telegram group. And so that will all be in our show notes. And um, for everyone listening, there is such a better way for all of you. This is an invitation, an open invite. We're all in your corner. We, we're advocating for you. Um, just reach out, shoot us a message. Um, and until the next time, we love you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Love you guys.